on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. It's the return of the Impossible Music Challenge. And while Big D is not here to share in the misery, well, I got some great replacements. I got the local geek, JS Gunslinger, and of course, Rude Boy Kyle are all coming in. And let's see how they do on this Impossible Music Challenge. And we're going to have some other great times. So be prepared to laugh. Be prepared to poke the bear. Be prepared for some ranting. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork all beverage, prophecies, and your time with The friends. Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that pays for the sins of its past by punishing ourselves today. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the guy who decided to adjust his camera right at the last second, the legend, the Mark Hitter. Titter, how you doing tonight? Well, Howard Blues, they don't call me the man, the myth, legend for nothing. I mean... Last minute preparations right in the nick of time so that we are here in 100% live living technicolor dream coat technology esque things. Whoo! Uh, I would say that it's been something, but that's your line, and I'm going to let you say that because, well, you have things to say and we have time to do it. But before we get there, and I ask you how you're doing. I'd love to introduce, because tonight we are not only here by ourselves, but we actually have some personalities joining the show tonight, and it's the race to the top of the list of the most appearances, and the two people vying for the number one spot happens to be Rude Boy Kyle and the local geek himself. Gentlemen, good evening to you. It's good to be here. Don't don't all say anything at once. Good. I was going to say, we're going to have that awkward pause as they try to decide which one of us is supposed to say hi first. Who should say first? (laughs) I I was going to let Rudeway go first since Mark said his name first. (laughs) Well. Good. Awkward pauses aside, how are you? Yeah. (laughs) Woo. Yeah, local geek, how are you? I'm pretty good. It's been... It's been it's been what? You're, it's been, you're gonna... I've, I've had a good week this week, so it hasn't oh. been a week. Okay. I think somebody else has something along with that. <laughs> yeah. The, boy, do I got some stories because <laughs> gentlemen, it's been a week. Uh, there it is. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Soon this oh. segment's gonna get its own, you know, like graphic package, music, all of the, you know. But that's more of a year three, you know, thing. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. You just need a, it's been a week counter. Show. <laughs> it, it, has it been a week? Bing! Yep, it certainly has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just a little lower third that pops up, you know, kind of like Booker T's, you know. Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack, moment of the night. Yeah, something like that. Just, oh, it just pops yeah. up. <laughs> Some ominous music as it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, where to to start? Let's start Ranking. with the. Well, okay. You you want to do what's on tap first? We have to because then we have breaking news. Oh, and it's good 
It's very good to have a beverage in hand, a couple sips there, because then you start the, the good times in case the breaking news does not hit your world appropriately. So we need to get it going right away. Go. Uh, I don't know who needs to go, but uh, I need I need a moment to choose and think about what I need to drink. So one of the three of you or all three of you need to go first. Well, while our uh, our diva host uh, works out what beverage he's going to have, um, local geek, why don't we go with you first? Uh, All right. Shots fired. Uh, it's going to be a good thing. I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, first Didn't of all, I'm going to point out I am not that. using the Beer Blues BS glass tonight. Reason, reason being, I am drinking beer from the Beaver Creek Brewery, so I thought it was more fitting to put it in their glass. I'm having their Rusty Beaver Wheat, which is obviously a wheat beer. A bit um, rusty. Get your tetanus <laughs> shot lately. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite beers from there. Um, my all-time favorite is Paddlefish Stout. Um, if you go to the brewery and order that one, you get a cookie with it. So, you know, there's a little perk to go into the brewery. That's and, in uh, uh, Weeble, Montana. Uh, so we're about two, two and, and a half, half hours. hours. Yep. I was there last weekend, and I picked up a growler of that, and my dad wanted a growler of their IPA, so I got that. And then I picked up a couple cans. I'll get to you guys, too. So. Oh, man, spoiled indeed. So if you get a growler, because, you know, that's more than a couple pints, uh, do they give you, like, a 12-pack of cookies for the road? or No, you don't get any anything to go with them. So so why? Why not? Because it's still good beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Right. I mean, you, you can make your own cookies or buy some at Walmart. Money and time. <laughs> I got trucking to do. <laughs> okay. How how does it taste? What? It, I know you said you like it, but yeah, it's it's uh, fairly smooth. It doesn't have a real strong hop bite. It's got just that nice balanced uh, bitterness to it that you would expect out of a wheat beer, really. Um, overall smooth. Uh, Flavor-wise, pick up mostly the uh, weedy flavor off of it. I think this one sits at like 7% alcohol, so it's on the higher end. Rude Boy Kyle, what are you drinking this evening? I have a uh, Pendleton Western Whiskey with a uh, splash of Coke. (laughs) Just enough to change the color of the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, to, to borrow not... uh, Howie's line, uh, it has been a, a couple of weeks, and next week's going to be probably about the same. So, be another one. Yeah. Listen, I'm not throwing shade at your glass of whiskey with a slight tainting of cola, but uh, you know, I like drinking the whiskey either way. Yeah, a full glass by itself, or with a slight additive <laughs> change change the change the coca-cola yeah i had to uh yeah, it was it was it was worth the the change of pace but uh straight on ice the uh smoke infusion or uh, a little bit of mixer with the coke is uh all good on my street so or in the backyard yeah with a 12 foot flame <laughs> You know, uh, Kidder, speaking of backyards, I now have a bar in my backyard uh, because Old Ten opened up right near my house. Yes, 
Yes. And uh, since we're speaking whiskey, I, I happen to notice their uh, their drink menu does have an old fashioned. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have words for that. <laughs> it does, and, and th- they can almost not be said on this show anymore because apparently we're going family friendly, and so it'd have to be bleeped for probably ten minutes because I I do not know who created their cocktail menu. But it is definitely not an old fashioned. For those who haven't seen it, it's five got cherries in it. <laughs> and muddled fruit. You don't muddle anything in an old fashioned. What? Almost did it. What's wrong with you? I almost lost it. Howard? Why are you pushing my buttons? We're 10 <laughs> minutes into the show. Because <laughs> um, uh, I, I, we, we're doing the impossible music challenge, and that is just always going to make me salty. Um, <laughs> it just sounds like Mark needs his own Sam Kinison style segment that is its own show that you can just have the beeps ready to go and we can start with episode one of that special series of old fashioned recipes because you, you know when we get a little bit bigger of a show I think we should start a Patreon and one of the levels is you know you, you get Kidder's uncensored rant <laughs> about whatever he feels like for the week, you know, whether it's cherries or muddled fruit and old fashioned, whether it's the current season of Star Trek Discovery, whatever it is, you 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 get the rant, you know, uncensored, no no beeping, just pure unadulterated rage, uh, a shoutcast instead of a podcast, right, right, fucking right. at you. <laughs> Why not kick that off now? I think people would pay for that. <laughs> kind of like, like the city's obsession with roundabouts and putting roundabouts in places where a perfectly good intersection could be put in, in its place. Uh, you, you, you'd rather come to a complete stop and wait for three other idiots to wave you by? and No, that's what it is now because it's a four-way stop. What I want is five-lane traffic because the part of it is the improvement in the area and we have a high enough traffic volume in the overall area where it's worthy of two lanes in each direction with the center left turn lane. So it's a five lane roadway and a traffic signal because there's a 50% chance I can hit the light to go through it and not have to worry about anything versus dealing with all of these idiots who do not know how to use a roundabout coming to stop Howard's smiling right now because this, the rant has already started. Ah, episode two roundabouts. He's just trying <laughs> to figure out how much he can charge for this. But <laughs> uh, a little bit of that little bit of the, uh, just I, the fact that I actually enjoy roundabouts. So of course, because he gets stuck in them, he keeps going in circles <laughs> for hours and causing problems. Listen, He's I got I, kid, kid, I got kids. It's cheap entertainment. We just go around in circles and we all go yeah. wee. Do the great. one up in your neighborhood, then get that crap out of here. Keep it, keep it miles away. I don't want to come near a freaking roundabout. Get them out of here. They're they're good for like England and other temperate climates where there's no ice and snow. Get out of here. You know I this need a just, drink. What this, are you having? I'm thirsty. 
<laughs> but, but news gonna... that is breaking. I, I, I was just going to say, Kidder, this reminds me of a certain episode where I forget even what I wanted to mention about roundabouts. It had, uh-huh. I think it was, I think it was a question about, it was some question about, and I didn't even get to ask the question, which yeah. actually was to set up a punchline because you yep. and JS both yep. just went off. And then there were so many expletives that we've never been able to air that segment. So yep. Which was, was sad because it was a really point. good joke and punchline, and I I'm still a little bitter about it, which is maybe why I uh, you know bust your chops about roundabouts. Hey man, you bring <laughs> it up, and I'm just gonna start laying the f bombs. I mean it, it it it's really your your uh, choice on how you want this to go. <laughs> Cut it out or leave it in, because there's. There's a two-direction thing here. We're at a proverbial crossroads in in the highway. Uh, so, so, so let me just circle it back around to uh, what I have on tap here. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking local. I have a, uh, a brew here from Laughing Sun Brewing Company. It is their Space Probe Peaches and Cream. Their sour ale with peaches and lactose. Um, I was excited. I saw this eating peaches. I saw this when they uh, posted this on Facebook that they had brewed this, and I was excited I could get a can. Uh, it's five percent alcohol by volume. It's a sour ale with peaches and lactose. Uh, the tasting notes include peaches, vanilla notes, and tart. So I'm excited. I'm excited to try this. Mmm, I can smell the peach. It's good. It's good. You know, that's not bad. That's actually really good. I like how it, it went from not bad to really good. <laughs> well, the aftertaste kicked in. It, it's, it's all oh. right. It, it, uh, you got a little bit of the cream. It's a distinct uh, lacking of the toes flavor. It's not quite as good as Distill's Key Lime Pie um, Sour. I think that still is at the top of my sours, but this is pretty good. It's like a really nice tart peach drink. Um, a lot of times in the mornings, if I don't have coffee or I need something stronger than coffee, um, I grab um, by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew has their energy drink line, and they have a, a kind of a peach mango drink, and that's kind of mine of choice. And that's kind of what this reminds me of, a little bit sour version of that, not quite as smooth, but it's good. It's good. I would probably give this eh, probably about a four. So, enjoyable. Nice. And now and, and now that I have talked about my drink and uh, have gotten Kidder upset that we're still not to his breaking news, which is now old news and therefore no longer relevant, Kidder, what are you having tonight? <laughs> you, you, you need to know this news. He's poking the bear. Mm. I have, yeah, poke. Uh, I believe this is a local geek special. The, the sign of the times. Is that one of the Idaho ones? The the Stute there, 6.8. Oh, that's one of those uh, South Dakota ones, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's an independent brewery. Ah, yes, here it is. Quality craft takes priority at our brewery. Each batch is expertly made locally in the Black Hills of South Dakota. 
Which of the Black Hills? We may never know. But it's from the Cohort Craft Brewery. It is a stout 6.8% ABV, as I mentioned. A sign of the times. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Cohort Craft Brewery. And there's no website listed right there. So this one should be a little thick since it's cold outside. More of that white snow junk. We'll have a nice thick 6.8 percenter that JS would like, but he's not here yet. So I'll feel, oh man, that smells very chocolatey. Local I, geek, did you get to have one of these? I think I have one in my fridge. I haven't tried it yet, but I believe that's the one that uh, he said was one of his favorites, the guy that got them for me. So right off the top, you get the, the chocolate scent and a little bit of coffee scent as well. Uh, as you taste it, you you get that chocolate note. So Howard's really going to love one of these. Uh, it really coats your palate. And then that extra kind of coffee bean taste on top of it. So pretty smooth as well for, for one of these 6.8ers. Uh, I think JS would probably fall in love with this. Maybe not as uh, close as one of the alcoholic um, chocolate uh, drinks over at Thomas and Moriarty's. But uh, man, this this is good. So thank you, Local Geek, and your supplier for smuggling this across the border into the Superior Dakota. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Squeak, squeak. <laughs> but uh, right now that I have a couple sips, pretty tasty. Yeah, that is good. I could see having uh, maybe a chocolate brownie with some chocolate chips in it, or a couple chocolate chip cookies with it. Serve a cookie on the side of that one too. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, so breaking news. The first thing, newly released information from the TSA, the Transportation Security Administration of the United States. Howard is partially smirking already because he has no idea what this is. Okay. This item is now banned from carry-on luggage items. You cannot take this through security. If you bring it, it must be checked. So you might be thinking an X-Acto knife like Howard is, is playing with. Maybe an oversized liquid. Well, no. You may. Uh, it definitely a chainsaw thing strapped to a stick. That even if it's fake, that's that's a lot of damage. TSA recovered this item in Boise, Idaho, last month, and it is now featured as part of the prohibited items of the week. What is it? 
a shillelagh. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was like a sci-fi shillelagh almost. He's, he's, there's something else shillelaghing there, I think. It's a it's a pen. Use it's, that. Yeah, that's yeah. a pen <laughs> fifteen. Oh. It's a it's a pen, but it it opens up. Okay. Well, the next time you feel like taking your Irish walking stick or cudgel or club or take Fit Finley on a trip with you or maybe Hornswoggle, they must check the shillelagh in their baggage because you cannot carry on. cannot carry it on the plane with you. I had a D&D character who carried a shillelagh. And uh, guess what? They can't take that on the plane either. It was probably a good thing because he liked to beat people with it. Yeah. <laughs> How many He's planes like, are in D and D though? Are, are we talking like astro planes or <laughs> planes of existence? Yeah, that's what it is. Oof, that's not the setting. I mean, if you're playing like Spelljammer, <laughs> I'm sorry. E even though the nerdiness level of myself and Rude Boy Kyle of playing the Truck Simulator, I ha I even have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Uh, D and D setting involves airships. Oh, Enough said. You know, I've got a fun one, Howard, that you might like. It's oh. called the uh, the the spinoff game is called Broncosaurus Rex. Hmm. And it's a D and D style game that is set in the Civil War times, and there are dinosaurs. This does sound interesting. It was yeah, pretty fun the one time I played it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give that. I'd play that at least once. I'd, I'd, I'd play that at least once. It can't can't be as bad as the uh, one post-apocalyptic game I played. That was that was mostly the a really bad GM. That was I'll tell that story some other time. Gatekeepers like I I you know want you to focus on this breaking news and you guys I, I, hijacked I it and talking D and D. It's, it's <laughs> like you're you're stuck on a zeppelin an airship full of lead. Yeah, went over. Like yeah. Uh, oh, the humanity. <laughs> Speaking of, of the humanity, the news was released very recently, making it nearly breaking that the son of a WWE Hall of Famer has now been charged with multiple felonies from the welfare fraud scandal in Mississippi from last year. I don't did, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? No. This All I know is that Brett Favre is involved. Correct. So millions of dollars meant to be spent on needy families in the state of Mississippi were allegedly misappropriated. With Green Bay Packers quarterback Brett Favre among the notable figures to have allegedly received this money inappropriately. The former WWE superstar I'm talking about is the son of the million-dollar man himself, this is Ted DiBiase Jr. So at this point, he has been charged with multiple felonies. Brett Favre not been charged with a crime yet. So allegedly, DiBiase, along with his father, Ted Sr., and brother, Brett, allegedly received millions of dollars through their business in exchange for services that were not provided.
ever occurred, plus $250,000 through the DiBiase Development Incorporated for motivational speaking engagements. Imagine what we could get with this show. Practically required to receive some welfare funds with the quality of this show. DiBiase was ordered to repay $722,000 as part of a civil lawsuit. DiBiase denied the allegations and asked for the civil suit to be dismissed. DiBiase Jr. allegedly received over $3 million in federal anti-poverty funds to conduct leadership training through Princess Ventures to support inner-city youth through uh, Famille Orientum, but the services were reportedly not provided. Favre apparently paid the money back, uh, but there's still $228,000 in outstanding interest as of October 2022. On and on, uh, the 40-year-old DiBiase made sporadic appearances for independent wrestling promotions from 2013 through 2017, but he has been retired from full-time wrestling since leaving WWE a one uh, at once a two-time world tag team champion with my son Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton as part of Legacy. Yeah, there you go. Scandalous news on the Triple B. Carry on. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a. It's like the laziest transition we've ever had on this show. <laughs> oh, Howard's had a week. Tell us about it. Hey, that was slightly better. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, gosh, I, I'm trying to decide where to start here because uh, I got a lot of things. Um, I think that the best one, Kidder, and probably the one that you would appreciate the most is uh, my drive to work this morning. Because uh, I don't know if you, you went, went out. About. Well, I, I actually went through uh, two, but that, that's not the important part of the story. He went uh, backwards around the same one. Thought it was the second one. No, no. Actually, I, I, I did go through them <laughs> twice, but let me tell the story. I don't know if you went out, Kidder, but uh, with all the snow we got, roads were pretty icy this morning in spots. I had to take the kids out to the in-laws because they were watching them today. Part of the road construction last summer, they put two roundabouts in on 43rd, which is Waste the route the I take out there. Waste of money. Got out there, dropped the kids off, got back in the car, was going to head to work, realized I forgot my name badge, which is my way into the building. So I had to go home. So that's why I went through the roundabouts twice, because I took 43rd back. Uh, got my badge, was on my way in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grab some coffee. I'm going to go to the holiday station, get the best gas station coffee there is. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. He went to holiday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> I don't know. That's debatable. Anyway, uh, so I'm taking Calgary on my way, and there's a spot. Um, I don't know if you've ever driven Calgary, but yeah. there's a there's a pretty good hill that comes down. And there's a curve right kind of on the backside of Menards. And as I'm coming down that hill, Kidder, uh, there's two cars backing up. One of them out of a driveway. The other one off a guy's lawn. 
because um, he ended up on the lawn. And uh, they weren't the fastest at backing up. So all of us who were coming down the hill, which was a car in front of me, myself, and the school bus behind me, had to start braking uh, so that we weren't going to crash into them as they were slowly repositioning. Uh, so the car in front of me went sideways. I started going sideways. Uh, luckily, uh, the guy who had gone on the lawn when he was trying to get off the lawn had spun his tires, kicked a bunch of dirt onto a stretch of the ice. So I was able to get traction and uh, stay going the right way. And in a, such a way that the school bus missed me. So that was great. Get into the to the holiday station, get my coffee, come around. And the, the guys at the registers are laughing. And uh, they have a view, you know, out their front window of this hill. And they are sitting there watching all of these cars come down and go sideways and having a good chuckle. And they're, you know, they were joking with me about it. And I said, yeah, that was, I said, I was one of them. I said, I was the little orange car that went, you know, nearly sideways. Like, oh, yeah, we saw you. Said, yeah, I said, I was. So they had to break because somebody was uh, was backing up, and the assistant store manager goes, "Oh, that's me! I ended up on the guy's lawn." So <laughs> that was uh, that was fun. Uh, I did make it to work, made it safely, enjoyed my coffee, but um, I'm glad that it had melted by the time my workday was done, so that I had easy driving home. So, so I had that. But uh, the other fun one, Kidder, is. Let me tell you about elevators. So the biggest bane of my life, or one of the biggest banes of my life for the past year, has been trying to get an elevator to the Stutzman County Courthouse. We're, we're putting in an elevator. We were supposed to be working on it last summer. The project was supposed to be done in November. And uh, we just finally, as of today, we now have an elevator on site. So... It took nearly a year for us to get this damn thing. So Good that's you're moving up in the world. Yeah, it's being installed. Um, but the uh, the thing is, as long as it took us to do that, an even better story is this past Monday uh, up at the Pemina State Museum, uh, the outreach coordinator uh, got stuck in the elevator. Um, we just got the elevator up there fixed, and uh, he's got a nice and I'll share it uh, in the edited version of this because future howard has the photo um uh, where he did a selfie of himself stuck in the elevator a couple of feet above the lobby so did you reach out to lend him a hand or, or something no no oh. i i didn't find out about it until later and then i looked on their facebook post and <laughs> did a pretty good photo of him kind of annoyed because he's stuck in the elevator and they just got the thing fixed too so he did, a, he did a blog post about the Stutzman County one last fall, right? I did. I did. I thought I remembered reading and I'm pretty sure you're the one that wrote it. Yeah, I I do get to write for the uh, agency blog every now and then. So I try to put interesting things in there. So well, you have at least one reader. So. Woohoo! <laughs> Local geek, you don't spread yourself too thin. You're the only viewer of this show. We need you to keep going on something that's important there's other other people who read his stuff over there there's nobody else who watches this i only write like a blog post like once every eight months it's it's okay yeah, he's, he's not super time consuming oh no okay. I, I still have time to get beer to bring to you guys too so. that's, that's true we mm -hmm. appreciate you 
Mm-hmm. That elevator sounds like the old McVeigh elevator. Uh, it, it's a little bit nicer than the old one. It's it's a nice glass elevator, so you can actually watch your entire like ascent and look out at the hey, beautiful can Canadian fall. border. It's uh, it's uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Monday I went to uh, Gateway to Science. That was uh, it was kind of interesting to see and see how that turned out. Um, we kind of mentioned it on the show. I used to work for Gateway to Science, and I got to be involved with a lot of the early design on the new building and the exhibits to go in it. So it was kind of fun to go through and see what ideas I had brought to the table and had worked on that had made the final cut, and which you know, and what some of the new things were, and some of that. So, uh, local geek, have you guys gone over and visited Gateway to Science? We haven't made it there yet. Hmm. Well, if you would ever like to go, let us know. Lefty and I, we bought the Family Plus membership, so we can bring guests. So, if you guys want to, you know, bring your little guy and try it out sometime. Yeah, we'll definitely hitch up uh, some weekend. Maybe we can all go go together. Yeah, I mean it. I I think it'd be good for Junior to spend some more time with kids his age because you know he doesn't go to an actual daycare, so. We're trying to work on that whole sharing and playing nice and <laughs> yeah, but even uh, with going to daycare, my son has some issues with it. He's pretty good about it, but he definitely has his moments where no, this is mine. Yeah, Junior's pretty good um, with other kids, not not with Little Miss though. When it comes to his sister, he doesn't care. But it's a really cool facility. They did a nice job, and there's some really cool stuff in it. So. Cool. Yeah, uh, I definitely yeah. want to check it out because I remember I enjoyed it when I was younger. So and that was when it was in Gateway Mall still. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a part of me that wishes I had stayed with them because uh, if I had, I would be uh, the second employee who had worked in all three of its locations because I worked uh, when it was in the mall. I worked there and then I worked at it when it was at the Masonic Temple. And so I'm just missing this one. So it would have been me and the executive director would have been the only still two. still go back. Nobody's stopping you. Uh, you know, there's some issues with going back. And it's it's not like a personnel issues. It's that I make more money and have benefits with the state. And um, I got kids, so. Those are pretty huge things. <laughs> those kind of are. But, uh, I mean, I, I wish them luck. It was just, you know. At some point, I had family goals and what I wanted to achieve, and I'm doing those. So, but who knows? Maybe when I retire, you know, I'll go work there and get that Our status. Volunteer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, it could be a, could be a good gig. Go around teaching kids tricks you can do with the exhibits. <laughs> yeah. So, um, other than that, the the other like. Two really great stories both happened tonight, and I've just got to share because one, I'm kind of a proud dad, and it's kind of great. Um, we had a, we're, we're working on potty training, Junior, which I know local geek will know the pains of this oh, yeah. <laughs> and such. Um, we, we actually had a, we've been doing really good, and yesterday at daycare, he did not go a single time on the ooh. potty, and so big regression and. Of course, he yeah. lost some privileges over that, and then today he did really, really good and earned them back. But 
Yeah, uh, today we we had a huge breakthrough, and uh, that that was I was cooking my wife dinner so that she could eat as soon as she got home, and she comes walking in the door and she finds Junior in the bathroom working to pull his pants off because he had decided it's time for me to go to the bathroom and he was doing it himself. I didn't have to remind him. I didn't have to force him to go. It's like, he was just doing it. Nice. Yeah. I was like, woo. Good job. Howie junior. That's a huge deal. My favorite thing. When my son goes on his own, he'll run past us in the kitchen and he'll go, don't talk to me. And he'll run into the bathroom. (laughs) It's like, we know what he's doing when he yells, don't talk to me. (laughs) Pay no Uh, attention to the man behind the curtain. yeah. Yeah. The uh, the other moment from tonight, it just it made me laugh uh, a lot. Was I was sitting feeding Little Miss because she was still eating, and all of a sudden I just watched my son go running out of our dining room across to the bathroom, and I'm like, uh oh, what is this? What problem do we have? And he's gone for a little bit, and he comes back, and he's got a tissue, and you know he's doing that little toddler run, which is always just hilarious. And I'm like, he's got a bit of tissue just added. I'm like, well, okay, maybe you need to blow his nose or something. And a few minutes later, I hear a very big, he had spilled a drink when my wife had left a, a partially drank can of bubbly on our dining room table and he had knocked it over. And he had, his first intuition was, I'm going to clean this up. The problem was he grabbed toilet paper. So it wasn't going to work that well. But I'll give him credit. He at least realized that he was in over his head and called me in for backup, but it was still <laughs> funny. So uh, and as I wrap up kind of my adventures of the week, uh, we are now joined by the armor of the Triple B, J.S. Gunslinger. Welcome to the show. How you doing tonight? <laughs> Gentlemen, glad to finally be here. I uh, I got sucked into going to a movie with 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 the family and uh, and the kiddos uh, and the kiddos entire class, so yeah. Speaking of toilet training, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's just the tiny one. At least the big ones figured that out for now. Well, you know, for yeah, you're you're right. You'll have to excuse the poor quality audio. My headset has vanished, and I don't know where it is. Got to put one of those little tracker GPS tags. Uh, strap it onto the side and sits and beeps until you find it. I'm usually pretty good with that thing, but it uh, it has vanished into the void, and it's probably in my wife's car, but that's about as close to a black hole as you can get. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, that'd be worse. Welcome to the show! Space joke. Whoosh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If, if there was something, something in that one. one side blown up the other. Yep. It's coming and going at the same time. <laughs> ah. uh, All right. Screw it. Let's have a beer. Yep. What are you having? I uh I've got some I you might have had this on already, but I don't think so. It is a Finnish long drink. Yeah, I sure I remember that one. I, I just had it on the episode that came out tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You son of a... Keep talking. Keep talking. Tell us but, about but, it. But, but I'll tell you, I haven't had that flavor yet. That's the drink I'm going to have next week. So, Oh, you had the blue one. I had the blue one. So you got, okay, you well, got the other ones. So you're ah, still you're still ahead of me on that one. <laughs> so this is gin with natural cranberry and juniper berry. Flavors, carbonation... Colored with elderberry. It is 
5.5% alcohol by volume. It is on the title, The Finnish Long Drink, The Legend of 1952. And it has a really long legend. The long drink's a top-selling category of alcohol in Finland, now available in America. The roots of the long drink go all the way back to 1952 summer games in Finland. When a country of only 4 million people was still recovering from the Second World War. Concerned with how to serve drinks quickly enough to all the visitors, the government commissioned the creation of a revolutionary new liquor drink, and so the first long drinks were born. Now this legendary taste has been finally brought to America by the next generation of Finns who want the world to experience the refreshing and unique Finnish long drink. I think I remember right. It is bottled by the Long Drink Company of Canapolis, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, so we got a North Carolina beer here. I I think. It's not a works. beer. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not good. a beer. It doesn't go on the list. And I and I've had it before, and I liked it, so I got another one. Oh, the non-beers go on the list too. I've got all the the whiskey mixes and straight whiskeys and et cetera is on there too, including Perfect. water. Yeah, yeah, including water, including tap water. <laughs> Courtesy of the city of Bismarck and Ooh, yay. the city of Mandan. I don't think I have any city of Mandan ones on there because not yet. I, have, I haven't had water on the show. You yet. guys ever mix the two? No. It came from the same river, and you can't put them back together because it's been sublimated in two different directions. You guys might be missing out on a special treat there. I guarantee we put those two back together the way they've been processed, and we'll probably have a nuclear reaction. <laughs> so, Howie, I, uh, I see you're drinking what appears to be a Laughing Sun space probe. I am drinking a Laughing Sun space probe. <laughs> I got one of those tonight, too. <laughs> you know, KS, great minds think alike. Uh, that's, right? That's, that's, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, did you pick that up at the uh, brewery there, or did you pick it up at one of the other local establishments? I picked it up. Um, it was at one of It was either North Cashwise or G. Willikers, or just oh, Willikers nice. now. I'll, but, I'll have yeah. to keep my eye out, because I, I definitely enjoy Peach. Don't make them get sued again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you cracking that open, The what? Are you cracking that open? I I have to because I'm thirsty. I'm out of oh. that one. I, I'm out too, and I have one of those in my fridge. So that's why I was wondering if I could oh, go one get of these? mine. I, I think it's the same one. <laughs> the space probe blueberry sour. Jay, wow. do you have one of these too? You can switch over to the blueberry instead. Uh, no, I did, however, get the cloud. Okay. I, I, Kidder, if it makes you feel better, of the uh, the two drinks I that are next in my, because I put all my beer in a little feeder, you know, in the door that drops down. No. So the, the next two are the finished long drink that JS is drinking, and then I have a Space Pro Blue that you gave me as the next one. He so. puts the beer in the top, and it comes out the, comes bottom. Out the bottom. That's that's how I determine what I'm having on the show. I just grab what's ever on the bottom, and uh, that Probably way he keep forgets them. about it by the time he has it. Yeah, I, uh, well, it cycles them through. It guarantees I don't have one that sits in my fridge for, like, a year undrunk, so... I, I, I did. I did also pick well, up a uh, 
a surprise beer for Howie, Derek, and Kidder. <laughs> I like that we're all uh, sharing surprises. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Truthfully, I do like it because uh, it's fun. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get him I'll I'll get him to Kidder sometime this week, and I'll I'll let him disperse them. He's yeah in contact. Are, are you with going like the career? <laughs> are you gonna yes. mysteryize him like I did the uh, Sunny D for you? Oh, oh, I know, I, I, I am. I, uh, I even got the fancy brown paper bags. <laughs> These aren't like steel reserves, are they? They are not. Okay. I didn't want to die on this show. So we're, we're gonna, we're gonna brown paper bag this. I'm gonna tape it to the top, so all you can see is the, uh, is the top there, and, and we're gonna go with that. They are not Great. steel reserves. Okay. I mean, I, lo- I love you guys and everything, but I, d- I really don't want to die on this show. <laughs> Tear into it like a Christmas gift. Take a swig and... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it might knock you out till Christmas the way that he's building it up. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, I went to the old fridge and I found the Space Pro Blue, so... There it is. So this one is from Laughing Sun Brewing Company in Bismarck as well. They are... I think online at does it say on here it does laughing sun brewing.com if you're in the bismarck area they're located at 1023 east front avenue and they have some tasty beverages and tasty barbecue so make sure you stop by laughing sun in bismarck this kind of beer is a blueberry sour ale it tastes like blueberries slightly sweet and tart it's 12 fluid ounces local geek also has the fancy looking can over there as pretty much you saw what howard had it's just blue instead of peach except <laughs> mine's now in a glass oh and there you go look at that look at that beautiful color bluish purple on it and i've said the their little notes on the side so, Local Geek, you've had this before, right? I've had it I, before. I haven't actually had the blueberry one before. I've had a couple of the space. What? Products, what? I, 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 don't, I don't get over to the uh, Laughing Sun Brewery very often. I tend to stay over at Dialectic. Oh. <laughs> Still in the Mandarin Sun of the River. Okay. <laughs> what? We've gotten to that point in the show where I have poked the bear enough that he's now just being angry <laughs> with everybody. Yeah, JS, you missed us. Otherwise, you'd be in the so, so what does it have mood. to do with, with tap waters and mood. sides of the river? Because me not being from the area, it, it sounds like there's there's a bone to pick on each side. I don't know about the uh, the tap water situation. Well, I do know about the tap water situation. Actually. <laughs> well, you guys were talking about how if you mix the two, it might might be bad news, but... I think that was just like Kidder making jokes. um, I mean, I don't know. I've never tried it. So, local geek, next time you're dropping off beers, I guess uh, grab a glass of your tap, your finest tap water, and we'll test it on the show. And if it's the last episode I do, then I I guess we know the answer. We'll throw it in a mystery can for you. Well, Kidder, I I do have news for you there. I actually do have uh, insider information about the the tap water (laughs) between the two cities. No, there's Uh-oh. a range that the tap water is allowed to be within 
and Mandan is typically like always right in the middle and Bismarck will sway from the top to the bottom mm. constantly. Mm. Yeah, you know, sometimes the best things in life are a little bipolar. You know, I, I here I thought your 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 big thing was the fact that all your beer is brewed with Mandan Lee, top water. I, th I think Lazy that is Gold also got that one. <laughs> And, and you know, on the last episode I was on, I mentioned my friend's been uh, tweaking his water with minerals and everything to make it consistent, and he uses Mineral. Bismarck tap water. So, <laughs> minerals. Uh, anyway, uh, Howard poked the bear right at the beginning of the show because we're talking about the potential development of a roundabout in this neighborhood, and I'm adamantly opposed to it. Adamantly opposed. And you need a roundabout no. right at both Washington and Burley. That needs one because people are idiots and can't figure out how to use a stop sign. What did I tell you? No. Four, four traffic, traffic keeps traffic moving. Traffic light. Put the lights on. I like seeing the lights. That's very progressive of you. They need and laser beams as well. We need lasers also, they, they and lights and they're flashing and get blind and drivers. Why? Because then all the traffic will go away. I don't have to worry about traffic anymore because they're all blind and they can't we'll, drive. We'll build you a center lane so you can one. just jump right over. Yes, express lane. Wham! They like also need to put another one right at Washington and like the end of Kidder's driveway. Yeah. So he just just so he has to go through two of them just to get home. <laughs> I I like JS's thinking. I I'm gonna just pull it, start it now. JS for mayor. I mean I, uh, he doesn't live in the city, but JS for mayor. <laughs> I'm about ready to drop the blade and start pushing people through the four-way stop. At Apple Creek and 66. Yeah. I swear, I'm going to start hitting people. <laughs> Four way stops were the worst thing invented. Oh, uh, should I go? Should I? Can, do, do you? Did I get here for? Do you want to go? Should I? Should I? Uh, no, no, no. I'll, you, you go. You go. No, 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 no. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. No, no. Just freaking go. I, I'm glad I dropped both my children off before I had that direction because I am literally screaming at the cars in front of me for like five <laughs> minutes straight until I, I make it through that stupid <laughs> <stop sign. laughs> I, I don't yes. know if uh, it's Iowa in general, Rude Boy, but I know when I was in Cedar Falls, they have a ton of roundabouts. It's because they have something yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is that if you, if you don't get your chance to say something the first time around. You can see where that person exits and tail them. Swing around and tell them again. You got another try. I mean, it's... They're behind you, and you give them one of these, and then you come up behind them and give them one of these. Yeah. I I remember we rented a car for a day when we made the trip to London uh, a few summers back. and yeah, that's a long drive. It, it was holy. We went out to the Heathrow Airport and uh, just driving on the, the the left side of the road and encountering uh, a UK roundabout for the first time. I got honked at a couple times, but I mean, uh, it's. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, you're on the wrong side of the road, there, sir. <laughs> no, they they weren't that polite, but I I didn't hear oh. them. So, <laughs> so, hey, so you get out of the way. Do the roundabouts go backwards too? Then yeah, you enter from the left, you turn left, and you go clockwise instead of counterclockwise. You just so don't I don't know if you're coming. I was just about to ask that same question, and like that's a serious question. I had no idea if they actually went the other way, not like yeah. in toilets. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's featured in the the Euro Truck Simulator. If we ever venture out uh, over across the pond, there, Mark. No, I'm I'm good driving on the right side of the road. <laughs> So he he need, he needs Euro lawn mowing so he can mow the lawn on the opposite side. Yeah, the grass gets discharged <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> or better yet, it just shoots out the front, and you just keep mowing it. It's <laughs> it's like the poor man's uh, mulcher. Just keep mm -hmm. shoving it out in front of you until it disappears. There's little grass clippings coming out here. I must have just go a little slower. It's just mulch it all up, get it out of here. You can be all confused when they make an Australian version. They're mowing upside down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How do they do that? It's amazing they're still on this planet. Kangaroo you know, jumps out in front of your lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the four-way stop out there wouldn't be so bad if everyone didn't feel the need to stop for a minute and a half oh, every freaking car. There are 600 cars that are going into Bismarck. There's like 20 coming home from Bismarck and like three that cross the, the other road. Just keep driving. <laughs> you slow down. You almost stop if, when there's no cars coming. The other you, you just go. You just roll the side and just go. That's very interesting. But they can't, they can't do that. JS was the one to first break the F-bombs tonight, regardless of of how much you almost pissed me off. <laughs> you, you got, I mean, if people could just use the damn stop signs correctly, it wouldn't be so bad, but they, they can't, they can't do it. I, I don't know how long the, uh, the morning commute took for, for y'all this morning, but uh, I drove six miles an hour from Lincoln all the way to Highway 10, and then 12 miles an hour from the roundabout all the way into Bismarck. Yeah, that's double speed, man. You can't complain <laughs> about getting 2x speed. It's like a boost. Yeah. Cruising along. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It took me 34 minutes to make it from Lincoln to Bismarck. I, I cannot say that I experienced any kind of negativity with my drive or driveway or anything like that because uh, Rude Boy and I were uh, delivering cargo until about 0430 this morning and <laughs> so so my car didn't exit the the garage until oh, about 210 1410 <laughs> so everything was pretty much dried up by that I mean I, I I don't know what everybody was complaining about everything was fine yeah right all right uh-huh I mean, I will say it was a solid sheet of like an inch of ice all the way into town, but still. It's like the old, all, all the old timers just send the kids with the sled and the skis and they have to go uphill to school in the cold. Both ways. The wind, both ways. Mm -hmm. It's good for them. Build yep. muscle. So, Kidder, we have all uh, these guests on for yes, a reason. And now that we have everybody here, oh, uh, we should I, I think it's time to 
play the game. Time to play but the game. Is it one of the requirements that we all grab an IPA and suffer through this at the same time? I gotta go refill before we start this. Yeah, you better make it a stiff one. Because I mean, I can do house. I, I I bought an IPA specifically for this, and I'm I'm assuming this is going to be terrible. He's a but... glutton for punishment. <laughs> All right, so it is once again time for the uh, what do they call it? Hold on, it wasn't my thing, but it's now our thing. It's the, the Nokia phone sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> snippets uh, number three. <laughs> music challenge. <clears throat> I. I'd call it the impossible music challenge. It was a challenge, all right. Yeah, let's do it. So, here's how it goes. I somehow got onto this email list from a guy who's part of this trivia team and basically is competing. We are competing against uh, this year or this time. There were 24 other teams. Wait, no. There were 24 songs doesn't say how many teams i don't know i really don't get all of the information and especially don't pre-read before i go on because i'm not a consummate professional so <clears throat> essentially the way that it goes and the way that i've experienced and we've done it on the show before there are three different sets of eight clips sent out each team has five ish hours to compile their answers and return their final guesses to the coordinators of this competition. And then there's a little bit of time, and then they sent out a second group of eight clips. Again, a time period, and then the next day is the third set of eight clips, again, with a timed deadline and sent in. So now that everybody has heard that, the spiel is here. Let's go right into group number one, set number one, track number one, the clip. Since Howard Blues likes to be the funny guy, you get to go first. Well, it's not that I've made like a bunch of joke answers or to this. It's more that I do have some interesting choices on here. And I really want Kidder's like genuine actual reaction or head slap when he hears some of these. Okay. Uh, we so, are recording in the Matrix view. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I tried to listen to these and, and if anything, come up with songs that they at least sounded like that it could be. And so for number one, uh, out of group one, I have Cheeseburger in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett. <clears throat> Close. <laughs> a, I got something by you two. Closer. All right. Num number three, we have uh, Rude Boy Kyle. I uh, chose uh, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. And The Local Geek. I, I got something by Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Rude Boy Kyle gets the correct point at the first one. Losing My Religion by the band R.E.M. Damn, that was my second guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, here's your chance for redemption. Track number two, Howard Blues. 
Uh, this one, I had no idea what it was, so I just went with uh, the classic comedy song, Taser Her Again by Hayward Banks. Ooh. I, uh, I got Hank Williams Sr. Yeah, I... Uh, Long about him, right? I, I was under a severe time crunch due to uh, virtual trucking uh, responsibilities. I, I don't know that. Mother truckers. <laughs> I got photographed by Nickelback. Oh, I'm glad that he found the Wikipedia page so he knows yes. some Nickelback songs. <laughs> that was the Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn Miller. I knew it sounded familiar. A close second, but oh, for everybody. I almost number had it. Three. Track number three in set one. Howard Blues. Uh, so this one, I, I, I clued into the uh, the camera sound effect along with the cash register sound effect. And so I Google searched songs with cash registers and cameras, and uh, I came up with Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Legitimate. It is, de it is yeah. definitely something by Destiny's Child. <laughs> also a legitimate guess there, yeah. yeah. I'm going with Too Bad by Nickelback. Okay. <laughs> Keeping the theme, great. Yeah. Like your your support for Canada. <laughs> that was in fact the song Paper Planes by MIA. And Rude Boy Kyle gets another point. He is up two to everybody else, or a zero there. Howard keeping the scoring, of course, to keep this above board. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Track number four, a throwback of sorts. Oh, 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 oh. Howard Blues, your guess. Uh, I have a little bitty pretty one by Thurston Harris. Okay, that's a throwback. JS? I, I've, uh, I've got the doo-wop trio because I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Rubo? This afternoon by Nickelback. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I see a theme here from the local geek. Uh, I, I said that it sounded familiar, but I, I couldn't really put my finger on it. Uh, wow. I'm sure once I hear the the answer, it. Uh, <laughs> it yeah. What is it? You didn't even tell us what it is. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt, but oh. since since you gave me the invitation, I have the Boulevard Brewing Coop. Whoa, brew! How many? Company. <laughs> Boulevard Brewing Co. Space Camper. Alpha Vapor IPA. It is a nebulous IPA. My bad. Um, it is 5.9% alcohol. Save the Earth. This is the only planet with beer. That we know of. And that's about all I can tell you because that's all it says in the can. Brewed and packaged by Boulevard Brewing Company, Kansas City, Missouri. And it's really, it's an IPA and it's actually good. Hmm. He is right. I'm impressed. Back to song four. Okay. That is... Don't Be Cruel by Elvis Presley. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was not my guess. Howard <laughs> Blues, here is track number five of set number one. Uh, now, I know this one is wrong, but it was the only thing that I could think of for this song. So I have All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. No, she's frozen. This is the wrong time of the year. She's gone back out to sea. Howie, you are definitely wrong. It is the Swedish chef. 
Mm. And bird to bird to bird. <laughs> I thought it was I Big Chungus. Big Chungus, huh? Okay. Local. No, I, 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 I honestly didn't recognize that one. Oh, I'm going an Animals by Nickelback. Animals by Nickelback. Ooh, you know, it could be. It could be. Very close guess. No, that was How Do You Do by Mouth and McNeil. Sorry. So On was to the number chef. Yeah, heard heard here. Number six of set number one. Howard Blues. I hope um, you get this one. If not, I'm taking your blues card. I, I, well, um, okay, I'll print it out and give it to you because uh, I, I did not go with blues. Um, the, the best I could come up with in the time that I had was uh, Bukowski by Modest Mouse. I mean, you're giving legitimate guesses, so I have to give you like a 10% of a tenth of a Canadian. Blue I'm trying, man. I'm trying. It's like my, a penny. My first Canadian. Yes. I'm going to go with How You Remind Me by Nickelback. No, oh, he's going out of order. He's just excited to get his Nickelback out. My you, first you gotta, guess was B.B. Was King. However, I then had to change it to the last sound you hear before being abducted in the hills of Alabama. Okay. okay. If he's going to go with B.B. King, if, if I remember number six correctly, I'd have to pull it up to listen to it again, but... Uh, Louis Armstrong. Last second guess. Those are those are all some some good good guesses. Uh, that is Minnie the Moocher Hadi 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 by Mr. Cab Calloway. Number seven. Our blues. Uh, this one reminded me of I Want Candy by the Strange Loves. Okay. Yes. Uh, I have every song in the Jungle Book. Wow. All, all played at once. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Rude Boy. This was I Don't Care Anymore by Phil Collins. I don't care anymore. <laughs> all right. And, uh, Local Geek, your guess. You know where I'm going with this one? Uh, probably north of the border and south of our hearts. I'm actually kind of on the same uh, wavelength as Rude Boy Kyle. I'm thinking this one might have been in the air tonight by uh, George Michael or Wham or Nonpoint <laughs> or any other band that might have covered that song. <laughs> He's really going for the schmattering. So you're correct in the fact that there's a plethora of bands out there who have covered this song it is in fact i want candy and the wow. artist, the artist specifically on this is not listed because it's very similar from many artists mm -hmm. all right except for that Carter version <laughs> the, and, the nickel, and the nickelback version yeah uh <clears throat> number eight Number eight, uh, I listen. That is some terrible like synth bongos, and I <laughs> I even Google searched that, and uh, the best I could come up with it is the DK rap 
by the DK crew wow. from Donkey Kong, the Nintendo 64 game. Absolutely. Very, very interesting right there. Very, very poignant on your answer. <clears throat> uh, well, let's go around the room. JS. I've got the a dot matrix machine sings the conga. <laughs> Is that the 1992 version or the 1996? Just for clarification. That, 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 that was the uh, that would be the ancient printer we used to have. Yeah. To yeah. print out the 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 reports. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rude boy Kyle still uses one of those at his day job. What's his guess? No, we use thermal paper. Thanks <laughs> I mean, very much. And, uh, has, has it gone yeah. that much farther in technology? Let's be honest. Oh, well, we do have uh, one in some storage somewhere. I'm sure. I, I had no clue. I, I, if I, I allocated more time to myself, I probably could have thought something out, but I had no, no guess. That's okay. Trucking is a lifestyle, not a you know just a job. Local geek, leader of men by Nickelback. Oh, man, he's, <laughs> got yeah. it. The interesting thing is he's going to have to start doing deep cuts in the set two and set three because yeah, oh. we still have sixteen more of these. <laughs> this is new song by Howard Jones. There you go. <clears throat> so new, I've never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> such a new song. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Local Geek apparently was so rage uh, uh, disappointed that was not Nickelback, Nickelback albums that he got up and left. To, yeah, to go f- apparently find his collection of Nickelback CDs. Set two, track number one, Howard Blues. Uh, the best guess I could come up with this one was Cliffs of Dover by Eric Johnson. Good guess. JS? Alice in Wonderland on an LSD trip. Ruboy? Uh, I had no clue. And Local Geek? Something in Your Mouth by Nickelback. Oh, man, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's close, but unfortunately (laughs) incorrect. The song's called At the Save-A-Penny Superstore. It's by Les Paul and Mary Ford. That's what I said. (laughs) You must have quite the Canadian slur. You're too drunk on maple syrup, sir. You are cut off. Number two of set two, Howard Blues. Uh, I, I had no idea this one, but I'm going to guess it is the uh, music played with the Cloverdale sausage ad at the Ralph. <laughs> A classic. That could be close. <laughs> Every time I heard it, that was like the thought that came to mind. So I just, <laughs> just, you know, we're missing brother Nico to add in the s- at the end there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, uh... JS. I got something from Mary Poppins. All right. Going, <laughs> going out there. Rude Boy? No clue. And Local Geek? Because of You by Nickelback. Ah, oh, man. 
<laughs> so, so this was Jingle Jangle Jingle by Kay Kaiser. Sounds like on nice. to on to number three. Howard Blues. Uh, this one I went with uh, Radio Gaga by Queen. <clears throat> solid, solid guess. JS? A, a legitimate answer was Eat It by Weird Al. All right. Mm-hmm. Rude Boy? Uh, I, 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 I couldn't recognize it. I, I had no guess. Okay. This, this one is a, a pretty popular song. Local Geek with the uh, finale. Far Away by Nickelback. Ah, you know, that one also very popular. <laughs> uh, I don't believe it reached number one on the U.S. active rock chart. However, it was in the top ten, and you can look up that because I know you're already on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> uh, that was Obsession by Animotion. Four of set two, <clears throat> Howard Blues. <laughs> All That She Wants by Ace of Base. Okay. Ooh. JS? The Backstreet Boys Rap Battle of Poco Band. <laughs> Rude boy. <laughs> I also guessed All That She Wants by Ace of Base. That is a uh, distinct yeah. sound. And the local geek? Why Don't You and I by Santana featuring Chad Kruger. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Canadian! You know what? It's good that, that Chad Kruger lent his vocals to that track. Unfortunately, not a Nickelback song, not a Chad Kruger featured song. It was, in fact, All That She Wants is Another Baby by Ace of Bass. <clears throat> there it is. All right, number five on set two. Howard Blues. Uh, so I was running out of time on this one when I was doing it. So my uh, my guess is that's all, folks, by the Looney Tunes Orchestra. Da, 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 da. Okay. Ooh. Because it kind of has that doop that you kind of got at the end. So that's all I had. Uh, I have the mother loving SpongeBob theme song. I'll uh, we'll keep it PG for uh, for Howie. <laughs> it was literally that in the line just yep. so you're aware <laughs> rude boy i i didn't have a guess for this one that this, this one threw me for a loop local geek it was san quentin by nickelback oh man could be no. it's very very close uh it was sweet city woman by the stampeders sure yeah okay <laughs> All right, uh, number six on set two, Howard Blues. So I just want to add, this was the set that I struggled the most with. Um, so I have that one Tom Jones song that we all forgot about. Uh, I, I will swear that this is something off of one of Lindsey Sterling's albums. But I don't know which one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rude boy. 
I did not know this one. And the local geek. Next contestant by Nickelback. <laughs> very close. Very close. It's going to be Glad running out of songs here soon. Good well, thing Nickelback has put out enough albums. <laughs> uh, this is My Cherie Amour by Mr. Stevie Wonder. All right. Uh, here we are at number seven on set two. Howard Blues. Uh, for this one, I put uh, Ballroom Waltz Before the Ballroom Blitz by who knows. Howard is just making it up at this point. <laughs> and Howard is getting agitated because yes. even Howard is swearing. <clears throat> JS. Uh, it, it sounded like something from Frank Sinatra, but I don't know what. Okay. <clears throat> Rude Boy. Uh, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. No, no, it was. I, I had no clue. Local Geek? Sight of a Bullet by Nickelback. <laughs> ah, that's a very good cover there, actually featuring Dimebag Daryl on the cover of the song. Unfortunately, you were incorrect. That was Begin the Beguin by Artie Shaw. <laughs> No, I don't know that either. I have no right. idea who that is. Number eight on the list, the final track of set number two, Howard Blues. Uh, so this was uh, the one that caused me to send you the note about these being uh, sound effects. Uh, I had two songs that it could be, and I, I don't think it's this one, but it's the best one I could come up with, and it's Blue by Eiffel 65. Ooh! Okay. Dang it! <clears throat> JS? Uh, PG version, Everyone's Banging in a UFO by Rob Zombie. <laughs> it <laughs> is an actual song. It Good is guess. a real song, <laughs> and I have, song. I, have, I have heard it. <laughs> Rude Boy. I also said blue by Eiffel 65. That's a, uh, I'd say out of all 24 of the uh, songs, that was the most distinctive. I, I knew the sound, but I couldn't pinpoint it. <laughs> Local geek. Clearly it's, this means war by Nickelback. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, how uh, could, could I not have known that? <laughs> we, we did miss uh, the synth in that track for some reason. Uh, it was, in fact, Blue by Eiffel 65. <clears throat> that wraps up two-thirds of this contest. Uh, yes, and for those of you listening at audio, uh, the score is currently Local Geek with zero, JS with zero, myself with three, and Rude Boy Kyle with four, which is puts Kyle one off of uh, what he predicted for himself to get. So he said five. So right now he's living up to the to the to the claim, the prediction. Right. I've got one go. in the last pack of songs, so hopefully I can get it. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Set three, track one, Howard Blues. Uh, I long shot, but it was the only thing I could think of on this one. I'm going with Pinball Wizard by Elton John. Mm. 
Okay. Yeah, this, I'd say there, I had uh, two of these in this set of music. It sounded very familiar to me, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't put it to a ballpark of where it comes from, but I, I know I'd heard it before. Okay. JS? This this is the default ringer on every Verizon cell phone. <laughs> and local geek rounding us out with the top of the top forty rock. Shaking hands by Nickelback. There it is. There it is. Un uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect. Local geek. That's love plus one by Haircut One Hundred. All right, here we go. Yeah. Clip number two from set number three, Power Blues. You know, I think part of my problem is I always pick things that are too mainstream uh, when it comes to this challenge. Uh, so this one reminds me of Manamana by Cake. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's definitely in the ballpark that I was thinking of but i i don't think uh, it's right but that was but the best i could come up with <laughs> i i wrote down that this is way too generic to pin down i, mm. I like there are other ones that i could kind of put it to a a specific genre or set of artists that i've may have heard before but this was mm. no clue absolutely no clue i've got the sound i make falling down the stairs after tripping on the my wife left for there for me to carry downstairs. Don't forget about that. It's right at the edge of the steps, so you don't forget about it. Mm -hmm. Local geek, this should be a a top quality guess, I believe. Uh, lay it on us. Yeah, I'm right on there with uh, JS Gunslinger. Woke up this morning by Nickelback. Oh, I mean, you might not wake up, but I see what you did there. This is one that I got. It's Frankenstein by the Edgar Winter Group. Of course, it's the stadium beats. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Track number three. Our Blues. Um, I I had no idea on this one, but I went with uh, "Merry Go Round" by the Struts ah, because yes. I like the Struts, and more people need to listen to the Struts. Correct. Good. Good. JS. Legitimate guess: Californication by uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. See where you get one, that. Yeah. One of the one action. of the few. <laughs> yeah. Good. Rude boy. What do you got? Yeah. I... It, it, I drew a blank on this one. All right. And Local Geek? Old Enough by Nickelback. Man, I, I mean, here's the interesting thing that uh, somewhat close by titling, at least. This is one that I got as well. When Something is Wrong with My Baby by Sam and Dave. Of course, a lot of inspiration from Sam and Dave with the Blues Brothers. Huh. All right. Okay. It's time for track number four on set number three. Howard Blues. I was going to say it's time to get loose. Footloose. 
by Kenny Loggins. Wow. He's headed to the danger zone himself with Kenny freaking Loggins. Okay. JS. I have another song by you two. Wow. Okay. Okay. Rude Boy. This is Wonderwall by Oasis. Okay. And Local Geek. Those Days by Nickelback. You know, that is a slower Nickelback song, so I could see where you would pull that out of there, but unfortunately, that is incorrect. This was another track that I got. Rude Boy is correct. It is Wonderwall by Oasis, because anyway, here's Wonderwall. I, I I I was on the right track. Yeah, I would say of all the guesses that were not correct, you were in the right ballpark. Yeah, there were yeah. there was a few of them. I I, I had an idea, but I, I, I this is not my musical genre for most yeah. of these. Yeah, <laughs> and you and you sit and listen to that little clip over and over, and it uh-huh. sits and starts drilling into your brain like I know this freaking track. And then you're trying to remember what fresh piece of hell you remember it from. And well, there you go. I like maybe, Oasis. Maybe we'll make it instead of a five-hour challenge, just give yourself 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. 15-minute <laughs> crunch for 24 clips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did this uh, in about three or four for these because I actually had time to do this last set and then three, return Three or four uh, days. Minutes. Minutes. Days. Mm-hmm minutes oh yeah because because it's like a five hour time limit to return the answers so you start number five on set three howard blues uh somebody already mentioned this band but i do believe that this is under the bridge by red hot chili peppers okay Local geek, you said Nickelback, so you may as well get your pick out of the way. <laughs> what are you waiting for, my Nickelback? Ah, what are you waiting for? Right. I'm uh, I'm sensing like... I'm sensing a very uh, celebrity Jeopardy vibe going on here, Kidder. <laughs> Buck Futter. Uh, JS, your guess. I didn't uh, say it. It's a je- celebrity Jeopardy thing. You can't censor that. <laughs> uh, another legitimate guess: The Cowboys' Lament by Burl Ives. Okay, okay. Rude boy. I said that this this rang a bell in my head, but I I couldn't put my finger on it. It, it was very familiar, but I I wasn't gonna cheat and use the Google search and. Oh, 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 oh let me put let me put my two, let me put my two cents in on. Uh, side of a bullet by Nickelback. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, sorry, sir. That guess Start. has already been used. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Uh, <laughs> this song is "If I Don't Care" by the Ink Spots. Yes, very alternative. Okay, next on the list, it's number six. The sixth track of this painful thing that we decided to do for no reason other than content. Howard Blues, your guest. Uh, for this one, I went with Somewhere Beyond the Sea by Frank Sinatra. Good guess. JS? 
Uh, well, I have the beginning of every brass band jazz song, but I'll throw one out there as Mambo Number no. Five. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh huh. Yep, yep. Uh, Rude Boy, are you also playing the trumpet and other things over there? Hmm. No, I had no clue. Okay. No. Okay. I I listen to I the like track the again. Gamble and in the jazz and the the trumpets, but it it didn't ring a bell. Very big band. Okay, local geek. It, this all relies on you to get this correct. So said, it, said it's a very big band, so I got to go with next contestant by Nickelback. <laughs> Wait, you've already used that one. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say as well. I'm pretty sure that was used already. Oh, dude, I lost just, track of which ones I forgot. Used. <laughs> Clearly, if it's any of the big band songs, it's got to be Photograph. Yeah, that's like. Okay, I'm going to choose for you. How about "Too Bad" by Nickelback? Sorry, that's incorrect. Okay, <laughs> that's already been chosen. Sorry, <laughs> I don't think he guessed that one yet. Did he? He yes, he did. Okay, All right. I thought I well, hit most of their major titles already. <laughs> well, let's move on. That uh, was. Shoo Shoo Baby by and uh, the Andrews Sisters. Hmm. And speaking of hits, it's track number seven of set three, Howard Blues. For this one, I went with um, Lollipop by the Cordettes. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I can see that. JS. Uh, I, uh, I went with, which is a legitimate thing, Bruce Lee playing ping pong with nunchucks. Hmm. All right. Rude boy. Sex on Fire by the Kings of Leon. This game is uh, not fire. <laughs> yeah. Local geek. Get him up by Nickelback. Ah, ah, okay, good. I'm glad to see that we're back to unique guesses. Thank you for that. Uh, this you was sang my a, guess. You sang my guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is also a track that I got on the set. And the, the last of the tracks that I got, it is in fact Lollipop by the Cordettes. Yep. The final one. You know, there, there's several of these that that after Kidder, you know, spills out the beat and, and uh, does his, his best at beatboxing. I, I do know the song. I have no idea what the title or who any of these bands are. <laughs> There's still time. It's okay. Yes. And, and you got one uh, left. The space probe is great, by the way. I got another one after we do the last song. So I'm almost thinking I should do the other 
<laughs> blueberry space probe that I it, have because I have two in the fridge. Oh, there is eight. Okay, cool. Yeah, there, there's another one. Uh, but I need something to drink because we're still not done with this. Uh, you know what? This this one is courtesy of Howard and Howard Senior. Since this contest is out there and it's a little hammy, yes, that's right, folks. Going with the hams, yes. America's classic primo beer, born in the land of sky blue waters, brewed in true family tradition from purest water and choicest barley, malt, grain, and hops. By the way, if you want that wonderful pint glass design you can get that at beerbluesbs.com beerbluesbs.com where i'll have a water with grain and hops there's a you know bedspread sized blankets available with that design there uh, let's see it's a 12 fluid ounce can it is beer it's made and brewed in milwaukee wisconsin 4.7 percent alcohol by volume I know it's that high. Uh, <laughs> 142 calories, 12 grams of carbs, no fat, and one one gram of protein in this here gold, white, and blue can. And no other information. But they've been going around since 1865, so you could say they've been here a day or two. JS, when's the last time you had a a primo like this? I'd have to say about 20 years ago on the last beer I had with my grandpa. Well, cheers to your grandpa. Yep, yep. All right. P PBR <laughs> is the closest thing I've had to hams in a long time. <laughs> If, if we're pausing for a drink here, I got to ask oh. you guys, am I having one from Montana, South Dakota, not from South Dakota, or from Kidder? Not from South Dakota. <laughs> I'll go get it. <laughs> I had to shout something out. That's hilarious. Howard Blues gets the shaft once again. <laughs> This is clearing my palate from the blueberry beer that I just had. It have tastes we had like hams. Have we had hams on the show? This is the first, I believe. Oh. The guy who can confirm Hold just got up to get his other one. But, I've, I've uh, got a, I've got a brew in the fridge. There, there has not been hams yet. Uh, oh, so, so there has not been hams, I believe, on the official show. If you go into some of the wrestling stuff. There may have been a hams. There may have been. I but 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 local geek doesn't track the wrestling show. What's on tabs? I'll be honest. I don't watch those ones. <laughs> Even I, I do give you those. the thumbs up on them, but I don't. I don't watch them all the way through. Thanks. We're for uh, we're, we're we're gonna have to do like a like a shitty beer challenge when, on one of these. <laughs> so so that, for my no, not from that, South that, Dakota that's beer. me every week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Doppelbach. I've, I've got the Doppelbach <laughs> from the Lupulin Brewing Company, which is the one that I picked up when I was in Sioux Falls at the brewery there, thinking I was getting some South Dakota beer. Hmm. 
But now he wasn't uh, actually brewed in South Dakota and he got screwed. Yeah. But yeah, now Kater has officially had a South Dakota beer on the show. So thanks for that local geek. Mm-hmm. Are, are, so do we have all 50 states or are we still missing one? We are missing about we're, half of them. Yeah, they're missing like 20. Oh. <laughs> yep. We uh you should send me the send me the list, and I'll uh, next time I go to the to the to the land of the of the liquor, I will uh, I'll look. Oh, I I went and grabbed my my last Coors. Banquet. He's got the banquet beer. This is, I mean, it's it goes down smooth. It's a hundred fifty years old. <laughs> hundred fifty years strong. Oh, strong. Says. Okay. I, I put a link in the chat there, JS, of all the yeah. uh, the ones they haven't had don't have a bar in the graph yet. I've I've got it up. All right, that's, I'm, that's uh, pretty funny though. The the hundred fifty years strong. No wonder that the beer has weakened to this point because they're using the same hops from hundred fifty years ago. Yeah, switch them out now and then. See, I was I was really hoping that 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 long drink from North Carolina would have made it on to one of the new states, but. Uh, we beat me to it. I had that one on the uh, two-year episode, I think. Ah, so so we got three of them now, technically. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're all vocally lubricated with some new beverages, whether they're new or classic. It is time for the final track. Finally. I got a hot one for you on this one, Kidder. Oh man, it's going to be a a top. Top hit. I have no doubt that it's going to be a, a supreme accurate guess. Howard Blues, let's start the round table. Track eight of set three. Uh, so I, I, I had something different written down, but uh, I, I definitely think this is Hero by Nickelback. <clears throat> The hero can save us. Hmm. Jay, Mark's not. Mark's not going to stand here and wait. Uh, this was the probably one of the most mumble mashed vocals I've heard of a song. So I, I had to go with the Swedish Chef Strikes Again. Uh huh. Okay, rude boy. Uh, this was obviously made of stone by Evanescence. Ooh, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> or should I say, pop, 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> local geek. I think you're all wrong. This one is Whiskey in a Jar by Metallica. Ooh, Ooh yeah. He stole it from my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you are all incorrect. It is JT himself. Yes, Justin Timberlake. Cry me a river. Mm. No, I didn't get that one either. So there it is. Uh, right. There's your, your 24 tracks. Take them or leave them, and you can certainly leave them. Uh, of this group uh, that we are now somewhat included in, the team went 23 of 24 tracks, only missing Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn Miller. And that song apparently was worth 400 points, which means only two teams got that song correctly identified. 
so this year the team finished in second place once again. So last year was second place. Uh, a couple years ago, we as a team finished in the top spot, baby. Because you're either first or you're last. That's right. Yeah. And uh, for, for those uh, wondering how we finish, uh, especially if you're listening to the audio version of this show, uh, Local Geek with zero, JS with zero. I ended up with four, doubling my all-time record in uh, this. Uh, and showing that he's great at predictions, Root Boy Kyle is the big winner tonight. He got five, correct, which is what he predicted he would get. And... Uh, Hey, Kenner, here's a fun fact. Uh, my predictions are actually in the run sheet, so if anybody wanted to verify that that is what I picked, that's where my predictions were written. <clears throat> there it is. I, I, I will say, I, I tried legitimately to find these, to, to figure out what these were. And when I had no idea whatsoever, I, uh, you, well, you saw what happened. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all good. It happens. There we go. Fun times. <laughs> All right. Thanks for indulging. Let's get on with it because Howard's going to say his damn line here in a little bit and then all the fun's going to be over. Yeah. Although I'm going to probably cut a lot of that. Um. Anyway. Because <laughs> we have other interesting topics I, I'd like to get in. Like, I bought a new gun. That's an interesting topic. Woo! Let's <laughs> do it. Let's check it out. Where is it? It's I want to see it. But I didn't tell my wife, so I can't bring it down because she's upstairs. <laughs> since <laughs> since we are uh, on the topic of music, uh, Local Geek, you put this in our run sheet, but apparently you've been playing around with Google Bard and some lullabies. Yeah, so uh, I asked Google Bard to uh, write my son a lullaby. I, I gave him the uh, power to choose what the topic was, and his, his topic of choice for this lullaby was Chinese food. Yes. And uh, Google Bard did an absolutely terrible job of writing a lullaby about Chinese food. There's not a single rhyme in it. It doesn't flow very well. I have to read it every time he asks me to sing it to him because I can't remember the stupid song, the way the song goes, but he has it memorized. So I say, I, I, I have the perfect Chinese-related lullaby for you. Howard, do you remember this one? You want to sing along with me? No. No, no to you don't remember. No, you don't want to sing. <laughs> You're trying to purge it from your memory, but you can't. Both. I'm sad, I'm sad that Rude Boy and JS both got up because, you know, there's a cat in the kettle at the Peking Moon. It's the place that I eat every day at noon. <laughs> I have heard that, by the way, and oh. uh, that's uh, that's exactly where I was going. Except I was going to say the cat's in the cradle, but you know. Yep, the cat in the kettle. Yes, I have heard that. I think you might have played it for me, but probably. That, uh, yeah. That's exactly where I was going with this. They can feed you cat, but you'll never know, cause they fry real crispin dough, boy. They fry yes. real crispin dough. <laughs> Thank you, 1999 Flash video internet websites. Yeah. yeah. I'm sad so. Rude Boy didn't get to hear any of that. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Moving on. I, I did put the lullaby in the chat if you guys want to 
read it. I'm not going to sing it to you because I'm awful at singing, For first of all. And second of all, it's really hard to sing it. And uh, for our viewers or listeners, hey, it's in the show notes. So go go check it out there so you can see it yourself. Uh, Kinner, we, we should talk playoff hockey uh, a bit because it is the playoffs. It is. And, you know, the Colorado Avalanche again in the playoffs. I do have to say a quick shout out to Roger, who works at a local restaurant sailing the high seas of the Cheddar Bay. The past couple years got to know Roger because he is unfortunately a Golden Knights fan, but he's huge into hockey and he has seen me several times when I've been to this restaurant wearing, of course, the Colorado Avalanche apparel. And he's like, oh, no. And so I, again, today was able to get him, get him with the Colorado Avalanche because, you know, they are far superior to the Vegas Golden Showers. I just have to say that. Uh, but yes, the Avs. Currently playing, I like how JS was very confused with that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, yeah. called that? Oh, uh, they're not actually called. I, that. I, I, I didn't think they would actually be called that, but you know, I mean, it's sports nowadays, so you can have men playing women's sports and be perfectly fine. So why not have the the, color, the golden showers? I mean, our R. Kelly is not on that team that I know of. Oh, <laughs> I thought he was the captain. He might might be, although Ryan Reeves now plays for the Minnesota Wild, so there's a whole other conundrum. Uh, there, there's a shout out for a lazy goalie too. He'll probably love that reference. Um, <laughs> so the Avs first round of the playoffs. Who do they get? The Seattle Kraken. And who's at the helm of the Kraken? It's former Fighting Sioux coach himself. Dave Hackstall. I got to say, he did some prep work. He's been studying the Avalanche. He must know that Howard and Ketter are huge Avs fans because he's trying. He's trying to take on the Avalanche, but, you know, it. it's just it's not enough. Cracking one game one of the, the series and I do have to give it to him because, well, he won the first game of the first ever time a Kraken were in the playoffs. And it's the second year of their existence. So go hack. Good job. Now, unfortunately, you're going to have to do it again next year because the Avalanche are going to crush you the rest of the playoffs here. And moving on is uh, we are on our way to the Stanley Cup final. And why? Well, because the Avs need to win the cup again on behalf of the Blackhawks. And Jonathan Taves, who may never skate again. Former Fighting Sioux player, Jonathan Taves. And now former captain of the Chicago Blackhawks. Ruboy, what do you think about that? Uh, do you think that somebody else will pick him up? Do you think his health issues are a big problem and he's not going to come back? Uh, what What's your inside analysis being the hockey expert of the Triple B? I, uh, <clears throat> honestly, he, uh, 
I, I think he and the Hawks both played their their cards kind of close to their chest, and with him, uh, well, I've got an opinion on the Hawks. Not really. Uh, well, basically, they decided not to re-sign him because since he's at the end of his contract, but his his health issues aside, um, I I think he's. He's one of those players that still really enjoys the passion and the game of hockey. But um, if if he ends up going to a team to play a year or two, then I, I applaud him for that. But he's also said that he's also imagined himself retiring as a Blackhawk. So um, he's been a leader of the Hawks for a long time. And the uh, the whole aspect of of um, he's around our age, not getting any younger, um, dealing with uh, health issues, and if if he realizes that his his time is is come and he wants to be done with hockey, then he's. He's he's done a lot for the not only the sport of hockey, um, but especially growing hockey in the the Illinois and especially the Chicago area, um, along with his three Stanley Cups. Um, so it's it's something that I I respect him as a. Uh, a fellow student of of ours up at UND, I, I remember having uh, breakfast one table away from from him and TJ Oshie, where it was. I think it was uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the dining hall. It wasn't Wilkerson? It was Wilkerson. That was the dining hall. Well, that was one of them. There was it was the one right. That was the one that was connected to. The uh, the MU Wilkerson Complex, or are you talking Selkie? And it, no, Selkie it was it was the, the dining hall that was in the basement of the the Union. Ah, what was right. the name of that one? But basically, it was it was something that I I had sat down had breakfast myself because I had an early class on the far side of campus where. Uh, We'll call it on the east side of campus, and um, I'd sat down, just had a bowl of cereal and banana and yogurt, and I had recognized that uh, Jonathan Taves and DJ Oshie just sat down on the table next to me, and I was—I mean, me being a hockey player, I was—I was almost dumbfounded, it was like. He, it's one of it's one of those dice roll moments that you you get into those 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 situations. It's like, well, I get up and introduce myself. You say hi, and it's like, well, this this is something that I can say. I, I shook T.J. Oshie's hand and Jonathan Taves' hand. It's like I went up and introduced myself, told him I played intramurals and everything, and uh, told him how really looked up to them as, as leaders for the hockey team and the university. And they, they, uh, 
they they both handed it like consummate prof professionals. So it was something that uh, it was one of those moments is I, I can take away from from my time at UND is it was a good memory, but um, yeah, it was a Nickelback song about memories. I'm I'm sure it was mentioned early in the episode, eh? <laughs> but yeah, it was, that was a cool moment for me. But I, I, I think that uh, yeah, whatever he decides to do, uh, I, I know the Hawks uh, played a pivotal role in the the Penguins missing the playoffs for the first time in a long, long time. So, oh. so yeah, dang. Yeah, they, uh, they they had a really really good chance of making it to the playoffs, and all of a sudden the Penguins faced the Calgary Flames and then the Chicago Blackhawks, and uh, you the bones. I thought the Red Wings were supposed to be like the team. Not this year. Or was that like twenty back in years the, ago? Back in the early nineties, they were. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. And then the Avs beat the crap out of them. <laughs> so I I wanted to share something, Kidder, that uh, came across my stuff um, involving hockey. Uh, EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah, they did a simulation of the playoffs uh, to to come up with their winner. I wanted to catch your your thoughts, and it's great that Rude Boy Kyle's on here, so we can get his thoughts. So here's what their bracket came out to be: trash, uh, trash. Garbage. Oh. This is the worst bracket ever, and clearly the worst NHL EA game that has ever been made. And I will not purchase it. Get the hell out of here! Yeah. So this uh, it's been that way for ten years. There, there's <laughs> plus. There's no sharks. There, the what? They well, make it to the playoffs. I yeah, the sharks. The asses. <laughs> That's the Kraken. So this this has our Colorado Seattle. Avalanche losing to the Seattle Kraken uh, four games to three. Yeah. Dumb. In the first round. Dumb. So I do like the bottom corner there, though, on the bottom left where it shows the wild losing because they are a bunch of losers. Well, see, we, we thought you'd be more supportive of the wild getter. No, I hope they go away and they close down the franchise and move back to Atlanta. I mean, they've got half of UND playing for them, so I mean... Uh, False. False. They don't. Parisi's gone. He got booted out of the wild. He and Brock Nelson play for the New York Islanders. What the heck? Yeah. Which, which this simulation has losing 4-2 uh, to, to the Canes right here. In the first round, on the, the first round, yeah. bottom right. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Put putting this much stock into uh, a video game company that sold their soul about fifteen years ago. Um, let's see. The Vegas Golden Knights—they're a hot team. They can be hot and cold, but beating the Jets four-zero, I call it maybe. And that's already wrong. Well. <clears throat> I mean, it's hindsight since we're already in the playoffs. Yes, we're, we're going to call. We're we're going to make that sound the default buzzer for wrong information, uh, anything wrong, false. The, the golden showers and the jets. 
the the, the, the devils and the rangers but the out of all the 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 two series that i would watch on the western conference side (laughs) would be the the golden knights and the jets and then the the stars and the uh wild because i know that the avalanche can handle the kraken even though coach dave uh in seattle he's 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 got uh, tremendous leadership skills. Um, he's he's definitely in a building mode, and he's got plenty of momentum. Uh, the Oilers, uh, very hot team with Connor McDavid, um, but I would say they are probably wrong on the Seattle beating the Stars. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back it up around, boy. Well, if you were to if you were to take <laughs> if, if you were to take the Avalanche versus the Stars, in my opinion, that'd be a toss-up. I mean, it's, they're they're both very very talented teams. Uh, strong goaltending. They they each have their strengths and weaknesses. That's the series I would love to watch. Yeah, you know where the Kraken got their goalie, the Avalanche. Welcome to the expansion draft. Yeah. <laughs> Garbage. So, Start from the bottom like you're supposed to. Don't steal from other uh, teams like the Golden Showers and the Seattle Sea Monsters. And my, and my bone to pick in the Eastern Conference, I would say, would be uh, the Maple Leafs getting three wins against the, the Lightning. I, <laughs> they, they might squeeze out a win. Um. Yeah, I think the been, uh, the I'd say of all the the series going into the playoffs, one of the most exciting matchups would be uh, the Islanders and the uh, Hurricanes. Um, they're they're both extremely competitive. Um, I think that's going Game Seven. I I I'd I'd love to think it'd go six or seven games, but the. New Jersey Devils beating the Rangers. Uh, Rangers picking up Patrick Kane from the Hawks. Um, the the Rangers are are with their offensive talent and their excellent goaltending. Um, they'd be they'd be a tough match. I I would love to see a conference finals in the East with Boston and the Rangers in the West. I would say the Oilers and either the Avalanche or the Stars. Uh, just as a uh, one last little bit of hockey, uh, I want to just say a congratulations to Tyler Liffrig. Uh As people who have followed the show know, um, I kind of get to do a nice side hustle as an off-ice official for high school hockey. Uh, Tyler Liffrig is one of our on-ice officials. I've gotten to announce his name many a time, uh, but he was one of the official referees for the NCAA championship title game down in Tampa. So kind of cool to see Bismarck guy getting to to go down and and do that. One last kind of news story, Kidder. I saw this tonight. I have to share because it is just the kind of story that we talk about on here. Here's the headline. Okay. Lord of the Rings fan fiction writer 
suing the Tolkien estate and Amazon for copyright infringement. Tolkien uh, or Tolkien? Tolkien. Tolkien? Mm-hmm. It's a Star Wars or a, a, a South Park joke, not a Star Wars joke. South Park joke. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, and I didn't. Uh, he he is seeking two hundred and fifty million dollars. So just to kind of read from this story, uh, Lord of the Rings fan fiction writer is suing the Tolkien estate uh, and Rings of Power creator Amazon for copyright infringement of his novel, The Fellowship. Of the king uh as reported by pc gamer demetrius polychron claims his work <laughs> that, yeah. is that a real name <laughs> that's, are we sure <laughs> that, that's the name yeah, i got on this claims okay. that his work which was registered with the u.s copyright office in 2017 and published in september 2022 is inspired by lord of the rings and jrr tolkien but is a wholly original book and concept. The lawsuit claims that the Rings of Power show infringes on his copyright, and Polychron is seeking $250 million as well. I'm not going to lie, Ken. Every time I read this, I think that he's like a Transformers villain. Um, <laughs> okay. Polychron also, <laughs> yeah, Polychron also claims to have a attempted several times to work with the Tolkien estate uh, professionally. After filing the trademark, he sent a letter to J.R.R. Tolkien's grandson and Tolkien estate director, Simon Tolkien, uh, describing the book and asking the company to review his manuscript. In 2019, Polychron hired an attorney to contact the Tolkien estate again with excitement to collaborate with the defendants and the anticipation of publishing his book to the public. The complaint states that the Tolkien estate rebuffed any attempt at collaboration the very next day. So Polychron personally delivered a copyrighted copy to Simon Tolkien's home. He then claims to have asked for it back, telling Simon Tolkien in a letter that he would publish The Fellowship of the King and an additional six book series independently. The lawsuit points out similarities such as one of Pol Polychron's characters being called uh, Eleanor... Uh, which is the same name as one of the Rings of Power characters. However, it should be noted that this is also the name of one of J.R.R. Tolkien's own characters. Uh, it's one of Sam's daughters. So, there you go. Fan fiction writer is suing the guy who wrote the original IP because of copyright infringement. And on that crazy and confusing bit of news, Kidder! We've been talking for... <laughs> quite a while it's time we wrap this show up with some cheap plugs i mean as as you can uh, now see that orion is very very antsy to get this show over with i mean he's been begging look, for your attention all night he's he he has but now that he has it he he, he doesn't want it he he he's got other things to do and we have things to do, things to tell you. And what is it? What could it be? Getting the cat hair out of the air and going to beerbluesbs.com. Look at that, beerbluesbs.com. Look at that awesome logo that's there. Yes, it's right on the website. And if you click merch, you can pick up one of these pint glasses for a very, very reasonable price. Also, if you don't want just the Triple B logo, maybe you want the perfect Kidder's Old Fashioned design. You can get a pint glass or a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or very 
a variety, very interesting variety of other items available in the merch store, beerbluesbs.com, the Killer Kidder Show, and the Killer Kidder Approved Old Fashioned. And I do have to say, as a shout out to Thomas and Moriarty's, they happen to know that recipe by heart. So I'm not just making this up. The perfect old fashioned for this region. And JS can attest because he he now loves old fashions. I I will agree with you, Kater. Rachel makes a pretty mean old fashioned. They're tasty. They're definitely tasty. Rude boy, Kyle, you have not had one from over across the river yet. But when you come visit, mm-hmm. guess where we're heading? Across the river over to Thomas and Moriarty's on Main Street in Mandan. See, Kidder gives Local- Mandan a lot of shade, but yet he uh, comes over here for his old fashions. Well, I mean... It's the water. Apparently. <laughs> even though there's no water made in the old fashioned. Keep that ice cold. Don't want it to melt. I don't want it to taint my old fashioned. <laughs> Got to get those whiskey stones. You know, the stones you freeze and then you put those in the glass so then your drink doesn't dilute. That's smart drinking. All right. No, I know uh, Tom Moriarty's uses real ice. They do. They do. But I don't let my drink die. I drink it right away and I don't have that watered down whatever you want to call it at that point abomination we also have our merch store available through steam labs so uh, or stream labs i should say so if you want to visit the merch store there donate buy us a beer we have a link there and also buying us a beer is super easy on our website beerbluesbs.com you just click buy us a beer and you can do that right on the website. Uh, again, a big shout out to Rude Boy Kyle in this very, very episode for throwing uh, 25er the way of the show to keep the show going. Uh, because, you know, man, we need money to make this thing happen. <clears throat> so thanks for doing that, uh, going on there and buying us a beer and a round and a suitcase of tasty beverages beerbluesbs.com and uh thanks for i guess getting me into trucking too oh man it's gonna be a long night because we're gonna hang up here and then we're gonna go trucking again uh other than that for this show please like us on facebook follow us on instagram they're both linked on our website beerbluesbs.com but if you're on facebook or instagram search beer blues and bs please like please subscribe please follow it's free and it doesn't cost you really anything because all you need to do is click a thumbs up on our posts and help us get in front of people who actually want to see their stuff other than that we are also on every audio platform that's out there from podbean to iHeartRadio. Pandora, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb. We are on Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, and probably more. So if you're listening to us, uh, maybe, or wanting to listen to us on an audio platform, search Beer Blues and BS, and please subscribe for free. 
appreciate that. Other than that, we uh, have the video version of this show on <laughs> YouTube. If you, it's Sterling! Hey, Sterling! There he is. He's, he's, he's very he's excited about our YouTube page. Main character inserting himself. <laughs> Say hi, Sterling. He's very, very excited because he is also visible on our YouTube page. Isn't that right, Sterling? Fair enough. Well, thanks for, for joining us there, Sterling. It's good to see you in, in the furry flesh here. And you can also see us on the YouTube page by searching Beer, Blues, and BS or go to youtube.com slash Beer, Blues, BS. And again, please subscribe to the channel. Help us get in front of more people and, uh, you know, watch the show. Click the thumbs up like Local Geek does because, man, he's just a pillar of the community. We've uh, covered quite a bit and there's more trucking to do. So it's time to hit the old dusty Tuscan highway. So local geek, rude boy, Kyle, JS gunslinger. Thanks for joining us again for this episode. Good to have you gentlemen here. Good to have Sterling here too. Yeah, thanks for having us. Looks like he has something to yeah. say. Thanks for, uh, yeah, well, he has something to say. I just want to say thank you for having us on, and I'm glad to go one for one my music uh, um, competition so far, but uh, looking forward to the next time. Music golf clap. JS, any final words from the ghost of Jimi Hendrix or uh, anything else over, over on your end? More Nickelback songs. A little bit of dad advice, never give a five-year-old a machine gun. Music, golf clap. All right. Well, uh, he's Howard Blues. He's looking at something, and he's telling me to shut the F up because it's time to GTFO. That's right. It's the end of the show. Thanks for sticking around, and let's wrap this up because the red light's on. Uh, there's free beer tomorrow, apparently. And uh, remember to keep your glass at least half full. Have a good one. It's Beer Blues BS. We'll catch you on down that sometimes icy, sometimes wet, sometimes dry Tuscan Highway. Be a bad mother trucker. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us this episode of Beer Blues BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Uh, let's see. I know JS said he was going to be late. He's going to a movie. Doesn't he know it's a podcast night? You know? You know? people and their priorities.
Oh. Well, like trucking. <laughs> this is the this is the new lawnmower simula- simulator. It's true. It's true. But this has multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, so we can be mother truckers together. All that means is that I'm going to get more and more of uh Kidder bugging me about Howard when you join in, you know, our trucking simulator when you're coming <laughs> on in the company. Mm. Yeah. The company that we created from the ground up, Brothers Blue Holland. <laughs> Which I'm one a, are you guys playing? From the ground up. It is uh, the American Trucking Simulator. Okay. My brother-in-law has been playing the Euro Truck Simulator, so that's why I was curious. Yeah. I've got that one, too. <laughs> Allegedly, it's the... It's the uh, the same uh, creators and kind of the sort of thing there. Yeah, it's the basically, same developers. Basically the same game, but you drive on the other side of the road. Only in uh, <laughs> only in Great Britain. <laughs>